Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome back to From the Bar. As always, first on the mic, Ife. And uh, this is Olamide. Welcome, everyone, and so, welcome to the new episode. Yes, so the new episode that is a week late, despite us shouting consistency, consistency. Three weeks late, actually. No, it's not three weeks late. It's supposed to be every two weeks, and this is the third week, I think. But we're still doing spades and heaps better than we were last year, so I think consistency is still the name of the game. And I think also it, a lot of it is in part of the reason that we'd mentioned the last episode that we're trying to get some very important people to come on. And, you know, important people have important schedules. Yeah, we've actually had a lot of scheduling problems. We've um, had to cancel, like, recording sessions almost two, three, four times with different people. So, so you know, we're just trying to slide ourselves into the, the cracks of their schedules. So, yes, we will be making this happen. But until then, you've got myself, you've got Lamade. Trusty, reliable, ever fun. So because of that, I would then ask Alamide, top of the mic, what have you done in court this week? What's your week in court been like? Okay, so I, I didn't actually have a week in court. I was not in court at all this week. You didn't go to court this week. Please, what magic no, did you No, no, I didn't go to court at all this week. So it wasn't magic per se. I would say um, it was just a series of unfortunate inve- events. I was actually scheduled to go to court i think three times this week but there was one of the matters was meant to come up for trial by the time we checked the cause list the day before we found out that because the matter was adjourned off record the matter was now coming up for mention it it wouldn't have made any sense for four of us to carry ourselves to court so lambda as a big man you know doesn't go for mention anymore no like it, it doesn't even make any economic sense save cost save time then the other matter was meant to come up, but the judge has been transferred and there's no new judge to take that person's place. So that matter was obviously not going to go on. Then um, Court of Appeal didn't sit. So yeah, that's it. Okay. So it's not so much that you don't have any of your matters that came up this week. It's more just that they didn't come up for things that needed you to be in court. Not at all. I understand that. I think also, as you guys know, I'm a big, big dispute girl. But if there's anything I love more than a dispute, it's not having to go to court. (laughs) But with that being said, I would say my week in court was pretty uneventful. The only thing is I came across a new aspect of law that I just haven't had. Well, new to (laughs) me, not new to the legal world. I've just never had any reason to come across, which is the concept of getting a Mareva order prior to compliance with the pre-action protocols. So I'm used to, or I'm familiar with, especially doing a lot of Ghanishia and Mareva matters, I'm familiar with the concept of, you know, getting a Mareva order when there's already a subsisting suit. In that instance, as some of you may know, obviously, the requirements to get a Mareva order, and that's because, you know, two parties are in court and you think that there's a, um, a reasonable chance that one of the parties is going to, you know, flee their assets from Nigeria. So this was my first time being faced with the Mariva order where there is no subsisting suit. So I was like, oh, wow, okay, is this this is a thing that is done. And Olamide, the debt recovery man, told me that, no, this is a thing that is done over and over again. Well, yeah, I, I, um, so what Ife really is speaking about is the um, expeditious uh, disposal of cases, uh, practice direction, the Lagos State uh, practice direction. So it's number not... Number two. Yeah, number two. The first one, I think, was uh, to clear backlog. But this one is um, really just to make sure that cases move on very quickly. So essentially, it's uh, 
it's not a Mareva order. It's more or less a protective. I think the practice direction actually explains or describes it as a protective order. Um, and this is because the practice direction allows or mandates you to begin the dispute resolution process by actually serving a memorandum of claim. Now, what happens if you serve me a memorandum of claim? You have not even filed the action and I know that you are already going to court. So I'll just let my assets go away. So what the practice directions actually allows you to do is, okay, get protective orders, uh, bind those assets in the jurisdiction first, or um, get others that will protect you from any adverse action that might be taken during the pre-action protocol period, which is, I think, about 30 days. So that's really what the order is for. It's not, um, although there's really nothing that isn't prone to abuse. But Olam, Olam is using my own words against me because we actually had this conversation before we started. And the first thing I said was, this just seems like something that would be rife with abuse. And Olam, they said, what court process or procedure is not liable to being abused? Yeah, everything. Everything is actually, even the, the processes with the uh, best of intentions get abused. So, like, it inserts the concept of garnishy orders. Like, everything gets abused. Although I was in court one uh, recently, and the judge had asked the lawyer why he was bringing 20 something banks, that she was not going to allow him go on a fishing e- expedition in a court, that if you go and streamline the number of banks. Although I felt like that was unfair. Now that I'm in the position of a judgment creditor, I don't know where the person has money. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's one of the issues with garnishing orders to go on a slight tangent is, you know, the spirit of the law and the letter of the law, right? Because the letter of the law um, considers that you have most likely, you know, done that work to find out where this person actually has money. But the problem is, you can't, no, you can't walk into any bank and say, oh, do you, does Alamide Shalabumi maintain um, an account in your bank? They're going to laugh you out without a court order. And so because of that, that's why you then have to, you know, cast your net wide, as they say. And these days, is it that there's more microfinance banks or... Judgment creditors are really, really looking for the money. Because these days, I'm hearing banks announcing appearance in court. I'm like, this is a bank? So now, the thing is, if I, if I wanted to hide my money, where would I hide my money? Honestly, I think people are even hiding money not even in their name. Like, I think that must be what's happening. Because how do you bring 20 banks and nobody has more than, like, 1 million naira? You're looking for 1 billion naira. Yeah, so that's the thing. That's one of the things. You Or you now find out that the person is keeping the... Um, I, there's, I've seen so many PS, uh, is it PSBs they call them all these uh, payment service banks my god they're like a lot of them now or is it just Momo that I'm that I've not seen like Momo in, uh, in court for Ganeshi procedures oh no I've seen Momo you know there was this Momo matter that we did where they had oh, okay I've seen yeah. them as a substantive yeah where they, they were the ones who filed the action where there was this issue where they um, transferred money I recall, yes. Yeah, so I think that's the only time I've seen them in court. So, yes, guys, now I know a new thing. You know, with experience comes more knowledge. So that was basically my week in court. Yeah, I was going to say, well, uh, after if I give them a weekend or... uh, I've given it to. Oh, really? So I was just going to say that a lot of interesting things actually did happen 
whilst we were away. Oh, yes, that was what I was actually about to say after finishing my week in court, which I just did. So the things that happened, which we were like, oh, we're going to talk about. And now that, we've, now that it's been three weeks after we said we're going to talk about it, I feel like everything is old news, but we must still talk about it. I know we have to actually talk about it. So let's start light. Olamide, where did you watch the football? Guys, Olamide initially told me he'll watch the match with me. I was even shocked. I was just on my own, minding my business, talking to myself, just be like, hmm, I wonder who I'll watch the match with. And then Olamide was like, oh, I'll watch it with you. I was even shocked. I was like, really? Truly? He was like, yes, I was supposed to watch it with my sisters, but yeah, I can watch it with you. Hmm. Insert a couple of days later, it's not time for the match. Olamide is acting brand new. But it's okay, Olamide, who did you watch the match with? If I, I watched the match with my sisters. I told Ife that day. So if it's like, oh, I don't know where to watch the match. I've not watched any of the matches. So um, I don't know where to watch the match. I think I need to go. I'm like, oh, you could watch it in your house now. Maybe organize a watch party. Uh, that, was, that was what I suggested. Uh, and I'm like, oh, but the thing is, I don't think I'll be able to attend because I've been watching all well, the other the, games the with my sister. The first time we mentioned the match, you didn't say you'll come and watch it at my house with me. Uh, well, when we came up with the idea, well, you're lying on the mic. Don't I'm make the lying. mic explode in your head. Uh, I'm not lying, but yeah, I eventually watched it with my sisters. So I went out with my friends who are not Olamide, and we watched it at like a. Uh, you we went for fans and bands. What? Was it fans and bands? No, at, I went at to the this um, new members club called, I think Grass or something is part oh, of okay. the name. But Shawan New Members Club in Ikoi was outside. It was hot. It was not worth it. So I should have just watched it at home with my mommy and my daddy, honestly. <laughs> Guys, the, disa- <laughs> the disappointment. I feel like we're triggering a lot of people right now, so we probably should not, but the disappointment, that's all I will say, really. Olam, did you have anything to say about the football? I don't even, you know, I don't I don't even want to dwell on you it know, too much. I, you know, the thing I just is, wanted to acknowledge. You know, thing I, you know the thing about finals is that no matter how well your team has been playing that season or that tournament, once they get to the finals and they do not get it right, it's, it's always so heartbreaking. But what was going on with that defense? Anyway, let's not. Let's uh, not. Shout out to the keeper. Like, but, but, when I used to play, well, when I used to play, when I used to play football in like, I'm talking about like GS1, when I say when I used to play, I never wanted to be the goalkeeper because I always just feel like that is the position with the most pressure because no matter if, if it's your fault or not, people will always blame you for a goal going through. I like to be the defender. That's my uh, personal preference. You know, the funny thing is when I, when I used to play football, then they u- we used to have like the fat kid go to post, and I'm sorry if I, if that if that sounds derogatory, no but like it's it's usually the person who is the least liability for us that is in post. But isn't that a key position? But the funny thing is, I was oh, a, I, like I, I was I was actually a very good goalkeeper. Is good enough, your strike yeah. is good enough. It doesn't matter who your keeper is. Yeah, I was a very good goalkeeper, but my 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 friends did not like letting me play. Because I used to dribble with the ball too much. Then I would lose the ball and expose everybody. Oh, she's a super striker. So, like, they just hated the fact that, no, guy, you cannot, you cannot actually play. You, so, they put me in the post. So, I was, I... I and only, like, what, is it 35% or 33% uh, ball possession? Anyway, again... Nah, don't let us talk about let's, it. Let's I saw a video. I saw a video of Chelsea, uh, the 2008 Man U-Chelsea final, UCL final today where terry slipped and uh missed the penalty my god i i almost cried again because i remember that night oh, I, I saw cr- that on your insta story where you're I, like, cried. I, I cried i cried i crewed i crewed <laughs> i did every i didn't want to go to school the next day because the banter would have been my god 
it would have been brutal. This reminds me of this thing I saw on Instagram where this girl was asking her boyfriend, why doesn't he just change teams? And he was like, why don't I just change girlfriends? <laughs> I'm just changing things willy-nilly. No. But so that's the football, which very, very late in our past, but we're like, we have to talk about it. The second thing that we absolutely have to talk about that it's also very late on our part is um, UK lawyers allegedly <laughs> coming to practice law in Nigeria. You know. To which I saw a very strongly worded... Is it what I call it letter from, from our the, MBA president? No, no, was circulated. I was like, wow, that's it was very strongly worded, guys. No, the, the thing is, whoever whoever negotiated that deal obviously doesn't have an idea of what's going on in the Nigerian market and what is actually going on in the English market. And I'm talking about the legal market. Most of the times, when Olamide says these salacious things, I say it's on his own, but I'll pitch my wagon to him for one. No, 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 but it's it's the truth because first of all, person is obviously not a lawyer. But well. I stand to be corrected. You might have a law degree, Maybe but... Maybe not a practicing lawyer. Yeah, because first things first. I'm sorry if that's your daddy or your mommy or Novex. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes. So, first things first, let's look at it. We have a situation where a lot of Nigerian lawyers are, first of all, complain about remuneration. Yes, which was, which was a big topic for us last episode. This yes. wasn't even intentional, just natural. Yeah, we're complaining about game. remuneration, and that's probably because we don't have enough firms who are able to cater for people at the level at which they should. Now, you're not going to bring a firm that already employs about 100 people and has the capacity to employ uh, 100 more. You bring them into a market. You send you would probably send away the people who are already doing well in this market. That's that's the first thing. Then secondly, there's a huge knowledge gap that is yet to be filled. And I'm not saying that Nigerian lawyers are not intelligent, but it's just that you we we need to admit the fact that the English practice has actually developed way beyond what the Nigerian practice is right now. Interesting and that you say that because I think one of the biggest arguments that we've been seeing against this agreement and Honestly, I don't know where the agreement is now because beyond that first week when it was a hot topic, I haven't followed it up, um, was you know the fact that there was no reciprocity. It wasn't a reciprocal agreement. And I saw someone with a very interesting take that said, even if it's reciprocal, yes, like would it really benefit us? It's like, are, they, are we really going to be getting the, the more only jobs people, based on the, that? The only people who might, in theory, benefit are the people who are currently like in the UK, maybe on the jackpot wave. But at the same time, they they still employ these people. The the SQA has actually been somewhat watered down, not like in terms of quality, but in terms of entry uh, requirements. It's not as difficult as it was about four or five years ago. Shout out to my fellow SQA grads. Yeah, like so. It's in fact the SQA was what made it easier. Well, I mean the SQE and we we'll get technical now, which was which you know used um, to be the, the L- QLT, which used to be the QLTS. QLTS. I don't know if it's any less or I wouldn't say it's less difficult, but I would say that it's a more common course now that yeah, people take. exactly. So it's not um, even with that, people are still struggling to get qualified, and I'm not just talking oh, about yes, people. Oh yes, people the, who work there now. It's yeah. hard to find job. So it's not it's not just that that market is already very competitive, you know. Yeah, I, I agree with you that market's very competitive. Um, so, what's your take on the whole thing then? So, you think bad idea? Uh, well, yeah, it was a bad idea. Very, very, and it, worse off, you didn't consult with the MBA, really. No, that well, they clearly didn't consult with the MBA because otherwise, we wouldn't have gotten that very strongly worded 
letter that we did again if you are a lawyer go and check your inbox for that letter because the language of the letter was like now nah, wow so that's that for the uk act and clearly this is going to be our episode where we talk about everything and anything or are you going to be flying airpiece to london well seeing as they've disappointed me a lot of times flying to abuja i wonder if i want to trust them with um, a six-hour flight but it's going to be good to support a local business uh support a nigerian business and from what i've even seen from all indications they have actually um crashed the prices so that's i think that's good for us well i mean it's less expensive but the the aviation industry in nigeria is as you guys know i don't want to say it's predatory because obviously like they're dealing with things like you know the fx rate the cost of fuel not being able to get their fx out of the country so all these things have to do with the increased prices in addition to what's already you know the global recession because sometimes we feel like we're the only ones that are recessing other no, people no, are no, recessing yeah, yeah. I, 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 I hear that there's a cost of living crisis so in there's England, a cost so of living crisis everywhere so like it's right now yeah but the epic thing i think one of the reasons why i i sort of like it is now for people there's a cheaper option and epic to be fair to them they actually have very experienced crew members because I've I've used the only, the only thing I had issues with were like the scheduling. Oh, but I mean that's very notorious for like domestic flights and they're yeah, never on time. I, yeah. I doubt they can get away with that as an international. No, flight. well to be to I be. I doubt. Free, so no, you no, know, no, Nigerians, there's one thing we have. No, is no, no. I doubt, I doubt. I really doubt as well. And the domestic flight issue, I think it's even it's not just Nigeria, because a few times I tried to travel within the UK using domestic flights. EasyJet showed me probably because I was the one that was paying, trying to but buy. And I just have to drop in that you know he just got back. No, no, I'm just saying like it's it, you know if you're if you're actually saying something, you have to give it context now, so it doesn't so you don't sound extremely unfair. Now I'm not saying it's a good thing that you guys are delaying people's flights anyhow, but you, I've seen it happen like in other places where you'd consider more organized so yeah, not that's once why, I mean, not twice select um airlines that people like to say oh you know they're better on timing like i know you yeah. say a lot of good things about ibom air with timing but me honestly i can't lie <laughs> whoever whoever is going to be a cheap flight to london like before the epic thing i was saying even if it's to fly on the wing of air rock because some of, no, some no, of no, these the, prices the, the prices were actually cutthroat you like, know when someone says something is cutthroat, you, you okay, you're exaggerating. But this was actually legit cutthroat. So I'm like, so what am I going to eat when I get to where I'm going? Yeah, I'm thinking about eating. <laughs> Can't eat so by the time you buy buy plane tickets. But yeah, no, it's really. I mean, we'll see how that evolves, right? Like, will they be able to maintain it? I mean, it's not like they even started. Like, will they even start? So that it's not like when they said that they are inviting us back to Dubai and <laughs> we have not seen. Nobody has seen Dubai since they announced it. So yeah, let's well. wait for the action to to support the words. But in terms of what... So I've spoken about, you know, my weekend court. But then talking about my weekend, I think it was last weekend. Well, some last week when um, Olamide was like, I should not discuss this. I said, I don't care. There's a lawyer in the film. I'm going to mention Mia Copa with Kelly Rowland, which has absolutely nothing to do with From the Bar podcast. But I stand by the fact that she acted as a lawyer. Alamde, did you finish the film? No, I didn't. I didn't. I, I, I just got tired of it. Where did you stop? I beg you, it was I, I think I, I stopped at like 50-something minutes. I'm asking Olamde that specifically because I know Olamde stopped at one particularly salacious, scandalous point uh, of like, the film. What, what was really <laughs> happening here? So because the thing was... And Olamde was like, please, please, please send it to like, off mic, off mic. I, 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 I thought it was going to be like uh, this... 
you know this legal crime series where you know you get to see someone in action and there's some ingenious point that they're trying to drive home yeah but i was just like ah how far now what can what in the acrimony is this but <laughs> not what in, what's in the temptation do you remember temptation? That's also a Tyler Perry one. It's a lot more similar to this one than Acrimony, which, by the way, I never actually um, even watched Acrimony. No, I, I, I know I, I everything don't, about it. No, I didn't. Though. No, but I was watching this review video that was saying that uh, where where was the lawyering, as you said, like, like what in the <laughs> Olivia Pope, Annalise Keaton, yeah. like what's what's happening here? What, she like, did not lawyer even once. Like it didn't, it didn't even I didn't even see it happen, and that even now reminds me. There was a particular lawyer movie I saw on um, what's it called Netflix, and I can't remember the name now. It's a Nigerian movie, and I saw it. And I'm like, is it that you guys did not pay somebody to just consult on this <laughs> for you? Because everything, every single thing, they didn't do anything right. Oh, it was like illegal. Yes, like the courtroom scenes and all of that. I think we've actually advanced beyond the point of assuming what lawyers do mm-hmm. you should get consultants let them tell you at least pay them you pay them something i know someone who's worked as consultants to like producers on uh, okay please find what wants to hire me to be consulting uh, what's been an associated dispute is like oh wait help it uh, oh, no, rules no, of professional uh, conduct can yeah, i advertise what, myself uh, you yeah, know oh no or what like the conduct is like in court like yes. just explaining to you that oh no you can't say that this, and that's what makes like the foreign movies somewhat different from nigerian movies because you're watching the foreign movies and you're like ah yes this is good like you can relate even if you've never been in their courtroom you shall know that they're not saying nonsense however the nigerian end they'll say some things and you're like ah when <laughs> but did I that mean, one again ha- since you want since olamide had said that he wants to be so fair today I would say that that is a global thing because I know a lot of doctors who are like that great anatomy people are watching. You know they're realistic. So, uh, so like some of those surgeries and all of that is, is <laughs> they are just blowing smoke. <laughs> <laughs> just to sing sad song in the background and be doing things in the break room. But on a completely random aside, so I got my, you know, your seal and stamp expires this month, right? Yeah. So I got my MBA payment receipts. Again, another thing I love about my firm, they, I don't even know how, I would, if I wanted to pay for my own practicing fees, I don't know how, I don't want to know how. That's something that's, you know, been handled by the place that I work since I started practice because I've been working there all that time. So they handled the process and procedure of getting, of getting that done. And so I got my MBA um, receipt today. You know, I, I logged into my portal because obviously only I have access to that. Yeah. Please, why did they send me my my receipts? And I'm seeing Ife Omotola ni Omotola. Now, not me here shouting my full government, but again, a Google search will show you. My name is Ife Oluwatola ni Omotola. Ife Oluwatola ni means God's love is sufficient wealth for me. Please, nobody who knows you better than me should come and correct me. Oh, that's my name. That's my own interpretation of the meaning of my name that they've been telling me since I was a baby. So, yeah, one of legal practice. Uh, receipts. Seal and stamp. If you at Olani or Motola. Year two. If you at Olani. Year three. If you at Olani. Year four. If you at Olani. I guess it's year five, right? Please, why is year five telling me if or Motolani or Motola? I know a lot of people who've had their names, you know, who've had name issues with the MBA. I just never thought that was going to be me, especially considering that they got it right the first yeah. time. Please, what happened? You know, it's it's actually insane that 
we have a very lackadaisical attitude. They didn't type it properly. Yes, towards data, data, either wow. data computation or even keeping the data in this country. Like it's it's a, it's a, it's a actually abysmal. I, I I don't know because people tend to so for instance, and someone was saying this. Uh, I'll I'll come back to the MBA issue, but someone was saying um, you do. You do your BVN, you do your NIN, you do oh, your by the PVC. Way, all the banks are looking for people to come and do their BVN yeah. and their NIN. PV- it up yes, again. you do your PVC, you do everything. Same. Get you your do PVC. your passport. You do your passport, and same fingerprint, same everything. Why is it not? Why can't you link the things? Like why can't you just go there and I do my biometrics and the name comes up and you just confirm the names? So now something happened to me. Um, so my Islamic name originally isn't my first name. Oh, this is a very fun story, which we're not going to get today on the podcast, but Lamde's name is, is giving an official and unofficial name, she's government age and not government So like, it, it's not, my, my Islamic name is not my first name. And my first name is Olamide, of course. That's all I have. Even my father, who is the Muslim, calls me Olamide. And I wanted to register for my PVC one time. And I told the person, he asked, what's your first name? I said, Olamide. What's your middle name? I, I, I told him my middle name. Wow. So Olamide allowed me to say my whole name on the podcast. He's now forming shy with his middle name. But continue. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I, I t- and he's like, no, your Islamic name cannot be your middle name. It has to be your first name. And I gave him that look uh-uh. like, ah. Uh-uh. You didn't give name? me the name. What if I've even converted? <laughs> <laughs> like, you can't be the one to... You know, tell me what my name is. Unknown. Uh, 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 how did I? What, what would I? How did I? I'm bequeathed to you. I, I didn't to want you. to. I didn't want. I didn't want to use the very big <laughs> English. But yes, I wanted to renew my passport before I traveled, and I discovered my NIN has Olamide as the first name. My PVN has Olamide. Don't as tell the me first this guy wants to put your Muslim name as your first my name. My PVC. No, I insisted that day. Okay. But apparently. They registered my passport with my Islamic name first. And I remember that the person who did it probably just did it. Making f- an assumption. Yeah, making that assumption because the person was also Muslim. A Muslim. There was the same issue happened with my sister. And it now meant that I had to go and change my NIN to tally with the passport. Oh, wow. So I had to change the NIN. So now your NIN and your BVN have different first names. Exactly. Now I wanted to register, like, uh, I wanted to open a new account with one of the banks. And they said, oh, my NIN and my BVN are not the same thing. Ooh. So. Problem, problem. Exactly. So I have, I was, I, I've been so, so livid about it. I feel for you. I can't lie, guys. Me, on the other hand, this one, I'm going to went and change things. I can't lie. For the next one year, <laughs> is if you're a motor learning, we're rocking if with they you. Block, the truth is, if they block my account, that's it. I'll be collecting my salary in cash. <laughs> because I'm tired. I can't. I'm tired. I actually I actually can't react, honestly. But that's, that's but honestly... But for your MBA thing, I think you should probably write to them for them to Write to them? No, I'm going to open that website. If I don't see anywhere where I can just click and change my name, that's it. I'm rocking with Ife Omotolani for, for, <laughs> for, for the rest of the year. I'll just write Ife as my name for processes. If any lawyer wants to take so me up, 
let's cross that bridge when we get there. But it's interesting when you're talking about um, the use of data in this country because I went to the NBA um, meeting, the Lagos branch meeting. Um, uh, yeah, okay. The one I, that I was, was just like too. last month. And somebody was talking about, and I'm paraphrasing their question again, I'm not like too into, N- into the NBA, so I hope I'm not um, misrepresenting um, a fact. But they were asking why every year, the, either the website or the portal, I think it was the portal they were saying, that every year the portal is different. So every year, or rather every um, new regime, the portal changes. Yes. And changing, okay, Olamdi has confirmed, great, I'm not lying. And um, obviously changing that portal is part of the money that is in the budget. The person was saying, please, why are we changing portal every year? Like that's money that doesn't need to be spent and um, that's unnecessary lack of continuity because it should be possible for one um, regime to, you know, um, hand over the portal to the next one. And so what I was telling, well, not what I was telling, what I was thinking to myself was, that makes sense. Because I wonder why, if that's why my MBA receipt looks different every single year. I don't know if you've noticed, but the MBA receipt that we first got when we first started legal practice in 2020 is very different from the one we got in 2021, different from the one in 2022, and different from the one I got today. Like, they look completely different. Oh, yes, they And are. that would make sense if that's why. And I always wondered, why is there no continuity with this? To be but honest, I, I honestly cannot say. Like I said, it's the abysmal attitude towards, you know, keeping data in the country. Like, we need to actually, as a people do better with that regard honestly things things they really occur i think that you know it is just where we find ourselves and hopefully we can talk about this a lot I, more. I, you know you know it's, it's quite funny that many people like the older generation they have this attitude where they you have they have like your phone numbers written down like in a phone book and they have it saved on their phones and if they're if they're moving or they're changing phones they want that particular phone numbers they have as well to move with them. If that is the attitude you have towards your own personal data, so wh- why mm-hmm. exactly is it that you do not treat like public data, or why is it that generally we don't actually? Because even in the civil service, it's ridiculous how they treat data. In the courts, at this time in the court, I feel like certain courts should have like proper records of certain firms and their emails. Because firms, these firms have come to you over and over again. You definitely would have seen the emails they put there. For, because, for instance, we, we have a dispute email. That dispute email has to be on every process. So, like, when you see those emails, you accept the registrars who are, like, proactive, who know you personally, are the ones that will now tell, oh, will call you that, oh, uh, this matter is coming up, or uh, is in your firm, and that proactivity sometimes, a lot of times, based on relationship. Yes, but I think that it's it's really interesting, and I mean that's part of, that's part of the game, right? That's part of why we love disputes. But yeah, guys, just keep it, giving it to you, uh, short and sweet and easy this week around, and hopefully we come back with a bit more bite and a bit more substance in the next two weeks. Yes, I did say two weeks. Hopefully, we come back with a guest, and even if. We're not coming with a guest. We're still coming with ourselves, with the same energy. I know something that we wanted to discuss today that we'll probably discuss in the next episode as well is, you know, the room for um, dispute practice in emerging areas of law. Yes. Sports disputes, IP disputes. You know, people have this idea that disputes is family matter. You know, you know there's this particular there's dispute that. you guys are doing. It's uh, related to some, like, Instagram brand. Very popular one, but, like, it's... 
like it's interesting to see how that dispute will actually turn out yeah so guys like dispute dispute is sexy that's all i can say but i think we've you know we've given a good we've given a good episode today right yeah we have and you know good episodes deserve love so as always i'm gonna put my uh fake youtuber hat on saying you know like subscribe share tell your friends comments i don't know what fake american accent that was but we love what we do we love talking to everyone and we love when everyone messages us so yeah salam denny last words i'll let you have the last word this time around. well thank you for letting me have the last word psych of course not uh, bye everyone <laughs> i said your name first at least and if yeah. right, and we'll bye. see you i'm having the last one and we'll see you in two weeks bye